Hey, what's up, DB? Oh, hey, Drew. How are you? I'm good. It's it, time to talk. We uh, okay. Now, I thought you had been interviewed by Vandermeer or by John Harris because I know you've interviewed all those two and me. And I thought I was like the only one that hadn't been interviewed. And then y'all like Mercy interviewed me <laughs> last year. But nope. you just said, "Oh, I'm excited. I've never been interviewed." Nobody has ever interviewed me. How about that? that ever? I was. I came skipping into here because I was like, "This will be easy. I just got to answer questions." Well, easy it, peasy. It's a Drew's dozen, and we're going to get into that in a minute. But we need to do a Reader's Digest version of who you are because you okay. have been with the Texans a long time since the 2013 summer. So. That's what? How many seasons now has it been? Uh, that was, so I just wrapped up my seventh season seventh with the team. Season. Okay. I started just a few weeks before training camp in 2013. 2013. Mm-hmm. And before that, you were? I was at Sports Radio 610. Yes. And they were, they used to be CBS Radio back then, but I used to write for their uh, website. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to do flashes. If you remember, they used to do these news updates. But I ended up writing a lot more for them and sort of editing their website. So mm-hmm. I would take the interviews that the guys would have on the air, which were great interviews, but, you know, sometimes they would just sort of get lost in the shuffle because the next day they'd have all new interviews, and I would try to recap them and, you know, write stories for them on the website. So I, I still covered the draft for the Texans right. and did a number of events, but from Sports Radio 610 side. And was that – that was kind of a part-time? Um, I'm trying to remember. I Yeah, it was, it was part-time okay. because I started interning there – and then they had a part-time position for me. Yes, because I was the afternoon shift. But it worked out well because my kids were small. Uh-huh. So I and you've write. got three kids. I have three kids. They're three not boys. Three, yes. I have a high schooler. He's uh-huh. uh, 16 right. and wants to drive everywhere because he's got his permit. Naturally. And then I have a 12, almost 13-year-old kid that's, reporter. That's the famous Jogi who that's we've my seen on Kid Reporter. Yeah, he's the famous one. Right. And then my youngest is nine. He's okay. in third grade, so he's the baby. But when I started here, he was just like maybe a year and a half, two. Golly. He was a little bitty. It's yes. Bananas. I know. He's huge now. Before the 610, you were doing what? Before 610, I was at a nonprofit station called uh, KPFT, mm-hmm. and I was doing a weekly program, which is still on the air. It's on Tuesdays from 4 to 6. It's mm-hmm. called Generation Radio. And it was me and some friends. We um, would just mix and... Generation or generation? Generation. Yes, yeah. Because it was, you know, like our style of music mixed in with Indian music because we all sort of grew up with Indian parents. Mm -hmm. But then it just sort of became like a world music fusion show. So we played music from really all over the globe. It was it was a great it is a great show. But and we're I, gonna get in a little bit more of this kind of related in oh, okay. in the dozen questions because yeah. you know your music. You're up on your music. I I, I I am but I have a bad memory so there's that. But I do love music. I love all genres of music pretty much. But I did that more because I wanted to stay current with you know, running a board and a radio station. Right. That was my first love was radio. So I, I always I did that for a good eleven, twelve years. First love was radio. You still do a lot of it here. You write a lot. You do a lot of TV. So naturally, when you were studying in college, you were were a broadcast major, right? No, 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 no. Actually, I was offered a scholarship in broadcasting from Butler, a great great communications university. But my parents, my dad insisted that I do engineering because he thought, you will never get a job in radio. Right. So you have an undergrad in engineering. Electrical engineering from Purdue. (laughs) Um, And then I went back and I got my, my MBA from University of Houston. Okay. 
So I joke that like I'm a cougar, but I don't walk around saying that because that could be taken a number of ways. But um, I did get my MBA because I didn't like engineering. I liked what I was doing. I was marketing and I was doing some fun stuff. But I thought this would be so much more interesting if it wasn't for semiconductors and right. digital signal processors. So I went back into my MBA, but I always did radio on the side. And at one point in my life, I realized I've actually done more radio than anything else that I've done that I've even studied for. So if you are... Like listening to all this, I bet we've surprised you a little bit because <laughs> really, some, some I of feel you, like I've talked about this, but yeah, but I think there's another audience that you know doesn't always get to hear some of the stuff because this comes up. It's come up over the years, and I knew all this stuff like in bits and you. pieces, right? Yeah. It does come up in bits and pieces. I knew all this before mm-hmm. you told me, but I wanted to make sure it got on on the record because it's a very interesting background. It's a very unique background. You're the most educated of all of us. Uh, oh, here, am I here oh, in the in the okay. like the Texans radio crew? And t- I mean, because you got oh, a master's you. degree and. None of the other jokers do. Like Vanderbilt does, and I don't. John has a civil engineering degree, so I feel like Johnny and I were the two. I mean, yeah. to have but he one, doesn't have an advanced. He, he does have not. A, doesn't have a master's. Degree. He does not, and I have I have a lot of respect for anyone with an engineering degree because it was not easy. I, I used to be really good at school, and then I went to engineering, and I thought engineering's no joke. It is not a joke. But hey, if you have any, I, I get career questions all the time, so just tweet at me at Deep Slam. Yes, but don't do what I did. Don't get the engineering degree in the MBA and then go into radio. There's probably easier ways to do it. So I wouldn't Maybe, recommend my path. <laughs> but it's good to have that education. I mean, you, you've got a very, like, if if you'd wanted, you could just slide into anything you want to do in this city, business-wise, if you wanted to. Well, I, I do. It'd be easy. Yes, I agree. Because I, I think that with an engineering degree, the one thing that I have noticed is that anytime in life and career when someone's asked me to do something and they're not sure if I can handle it, all I have to do is say, I have an engineering degree. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. Even if I know, even if on the inside I'm freaking out, like, I have no idea how to do this. Right. I have used that line so many times, you'd be amazed, and people are like, okay, well, she has an engineering degree. She must be able to figure this out. There's that aspect, and then there's just, like, an an enormous lack of engineers in the country, too, right? I mean... Even more so now that I've done an engineering degree and and I don't actually contribute to the engineering (laughs) workforce. (laughs) Because it's hard to go the other way. It's hard to be an engineer without the engineering degree. But you can have an engineering degree and do pretty much whatever you want. Okay, um, let's get into the, the Drew's Dozen. Which engineering degree is the dorkiest? <laughs> double E. Double E? You so cannot spell geek without double E, <laughs> was the joke in undergraduate at Purdue. So okay. I'm going to say electrical engineering, what I did. Let's move on to your music. What, okay. What was the last concert you attended? Oh, it was a recent one. Oh, gosh, I'm drawing a total blank. It was one that I was super excited about. It was at the Toyota Center. Which you're there pretty much for I know, every I, seven days, I think. Every I know, six days. that's pretty bad. Well, I, I do I do love my concerts. The The last one that jumps out to me, I think it was it was New Kids on the Block, <laughs> Salt and Peppa, <laughs> Naughty by Nature, okay. Tiffany, and Deborah. She's now Deborah Gibson. I know her as Debbie Gibson. Yeah. Yes, they 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 were all on tour. That's a powerhouse tour. They were all on tour together. Yes. So that's the last one. What was the first concert you ever attended? And when? Where was this? Oh, actually, the first concert I ever attended was also it was at the Compact Center. Okay. Um, it was uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. But I didn't go there to see Smashing Pumpkins. I wanted to see their opening act, uh, which was Garbage. Yeah. which was like a girl group and I think there was I loved the cranberries so there was a um, um there was somebody from the cranberries in the group and somebody from like all these other different girl groups and I loved that group garbage they were like this girl rock group see that surprises me that 
So that's got to be in the late 90s that you didn't – that was it the was, first concert you ever went to? Well, yeah. I mean, I saw George Clinton in Parliament, like, at a bar, like, back, like even before then back in Indiana. But I wouldn't count that as a concert. Really? That's mm-hmm. the first – see, I, I, I wasn't. Mean, I wasn't really – like, I grew up with very strict – parents so they didn't really let me just oh. go to concerts and i was always busy studying for the engineering you gotcha, see gotcha because gotcha. it was really hard <laughs> all right because i, I like, first time. concert i went to i was 12 years old and i saw crystal gale because she was performing at the houston livestock show and rodeo so yeah anyways well my son just went i mean my son is younger than me and he went to this concert with a travis scott the astrofest whoa which I was like, you have your phone location on at all times. You must call me like every. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was totally freaking out, but Mom Harding, right? Yeah, but you know, he was going with a big group of boys, so that's good. Yeah, concert you wish you could have attended. So it could be anybody, anytime, in the past, in the future, now. You know, I I grew up loving uh, classic rock, mm-hmm. so I would have loved to seen uh, Led Zeppelin right. in the day. Robert Plant and Jimmy Page did go on tour. Much later, but I mean, I, I don't think it was the same. I would right. have loved to. I would have loved to see Led Zeppelin or Michael Jackson. I would have loved to see Michael Jackson because obviously, growing up in the eighties, yeah, would have been really cool to see him in concert. Favorite road city? Actually, ho- ho- rewind. Uh-huh. Greatest Michael Jackson song of all time is. I love. Oh gosh, I feel like I'm so mainstream when I if I say Billie Jean. That's nothing wrong with that. No, um, because I just remember hearing Billie Jean on the radio. We were outside playing, and somebody had their. A uh, little boombox, mm-hmm. and I just remember just stopping in my tracks, like, "What is that amazing music?" Were they did, were, were they, they had the boombox and they're they're out on the stoop and you guys were all breakdancing? <laughs> I think it might have been still had to be plugged in, <laughs> okay. or it needed like eighteen D batteries. Yes, but it was, you know, everybody on their skateboards. A very eighties scene, like Stranger Things. Billie Jean is a good. That's a good one. I'm trying. There, there's probably more. I'm gonna after this interview wraps up. I'm gonna think of like five more that I wish I had said. I like Human Nature. That's mine. Oh, that's a good one too. Newer Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Favorite city on the road. So favorite NFL city you like to attend. I think my most. I I like Miami, but my most fun road trip, and I've talked about this often, was when we played the Giants in 2014, mm-hmm. New York City. I I mean I think it's a well kept secret that I love shopping. I'm just kidding. Everybody False. knows I love, Yeah. So we were there for an extra day. We got there on a Friday. Which is the only time the Texans are. We've other never than done London, that. Other than London, it's the only time you've gone up early, that early for a game. Yeah. I mean, I think New York City, I love just, you, you don't need to live there or drive there. You can get around very easily. There's so much to do. Everything's together. There's just so many. I mean, you could do so many different types of trips. You could do, yep. um, I want to do a tourist trip. I want to do an arts trip. I want to do... Uh, a shopping trip. I want yep. to do a girls trip. I food mean, there trip. Was just a yeah. food trip. I mean, there was just it has everything. So mm-hmm. that's my most fun trip, and I'm really hoping that we get a primetime ga- game there one day, so I can have a whole day in New York City. Again. Yeah, that, that was a good one. That's that was a lot of fun. A, definitely a top. Three can I, or four. can I just say that you guys were supposed to meet me in the city <laughs> after my shopping, John? You and took I, too long. And uh, well, you guys were you guys were you were doing the ground ground zero? No. uh-uh. Didn't, no, didn't see that. Somebody else did, but we didn't. Oh, you're not part of that group. You, you guys did. Maybe you did lunch or something somewhere, or you were. Yeah, we were. We kind of went all around. over. Yeah, we sort of did all over. Yeah. Well, I, I went to Central of, Park. Okay, so I had all these bags, thinking, okay, I just got to get myself to wherever you guys are meeting me for dinner because then you guys can help me because they were just literally too many bags to carry. And then I found out that you guys just grabbed a hot dog and left, <laughs> and then I had to take the subway. Or whatever that mass transit system from New mm-hmm. York to Jersey, because we were staying in Jersey, which took a really long time with all of my bags. And I thought, for sure, this is this is how I'm going to die. Someone's going to mug me, take all my stuff. See, New York's got a bad rap. It was fewer. It was totally fine. Yeah. It Sorry. was totally fine. We'll get you next time.
Okay, so New York City 2014 is mm-hmm. your favorite road city to attend in the NFL. What's your favorite road NFL press box? Oh, <laughs> this is my this is my fit, most favorite game that we play when we get to an opposing stadium where we just sit down and you and I will assess the press box <laughs> because we're just experts now. It's like an HGTV scene, pretty much. Like, <laughs> is it? Is that what Because you like? and I walk in, we're like, oh, it's very airy. Oh, I like the lighting here. <laughs> the lighting is There's good. lots of space for livability. You know, like we just kind of go, <laughs> we do this like routine, and it's kind of fun. We're like, oh, look, they have cubby holes. It's very functional. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I, like, I like the space. I like the functional space. I like the food setup. The view has to be good. Um, I, I, you know, I really enjoy the Baltimore Ravens yeah. and MNT Bank Stadium. I love that press box because it was built so long ago. So the press box is in the, it's like right around the, the four, between the forties mm-hmm. and it's in the middle of the stadium. It's not up too high. Like a lot of the newer stadiums are building their press boxes. So it's right in the middle mm-hmm. and it's a great view. It's all glass. Uh, it's from that vantage point. I love that. Pretty Food, much at mid midfield, midfield. Too. Perfect. Food wise. I have to go Dallas. I mean, Jerry yeah. knows how to put – I mean, I always joke with, with our P- PR people, like, why can't we have water infused with fresh fruit? And why can't <laughs> we have um, – I joke that the candy station came about because – Mark Vanry, yeah. They had, they, had, they had candy there at um, in, up, up when we were with the Cowboys game. And mm-hmm. I joke, like, why can't we have candy? And then all of a sudden we had candy at every single Texans yeah. press box. And then I was cursing myself because I couldn't stop eating candy. But Dallas, anyway, has, Dallas is a good one. Great desserts. You know who's yes. who's charging hard on their heels though is Tennessee. Yes. Holy moly! We walked in there this year, and they had like a ham carving station they and did. all this. <laughs> they had like a gourmet breakfast. It was very impressive, and I couldn't eat any of it because I was, I was like deathly sick on this trip. Like I yes. almost passed out. You know, I it, it and it like it was a win. They had a great. I was just. Burnt up. After well, that, but that reminds me of when we went to Seattle a few years back. I'd never been to Seattle. I was uh-huh. so excited to see the stadium. They had a Starbucks barista yeah. in the press box. That but, was a good one, too. That was but good. I had strep throat. So we were sitting on these stools, which I, I did you not like the see. seating because I was like, you need to have a back. If I'm if I'm sitting here for like six straight hours, I can't sit on a stool yeah. and work on a computer and write stories. But, yeah, I, I thought Tampa Bay was interesting. Tampa Bay was good. They, they had, had an omelet station. Omelet station. They had a, Bananas view. Foster. Mm-hmm. They were really good. Yeah, that that was that was a clutch. And that was a fun surprisingly fun stadium to yeah. watch a game in with the pirate ship and I guess it helps that NFL network was there too. And we had and it helps that And we won. And clinched the division. Right off the, yeah. mm-hmm. Favorite retired NFL player is I always have to go like mine to interview or mine just in like on the field or Someone just comes up to you and says, "Who's your favorite retired NFL player?" What do you say? Like for the Texans? Who's your favorite retired NFL oh, f- player? Oh, okay. Uh, you know. It could be a text. I'm just saying. Like, It could be anybody. You're, you're winnowing down too much. You just need to answer. I know, because this is a very big, broad. Just say who it is and why. You know? Um, you know, I, I'm i going to get – Mark Mark Vandermeer is going to kill me for this. I, I do enjoy seeing Peyton Manning retired. Okay. I just love everything he does because he just seems like he's got such a fun sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Indianapolis. He was drafted there after I left, so the Colts were just really, really bad while I was there. They got good after I left, so I was never there at the same time as him. But I just enjoy watching him in retirement because every every commercial he does, every interview he does, if he's on something, I'll just stop and watch him Yeah, just because he's just 
very he's smart obviously but he's just very very witty and I think for the Texans I just really adore Antonio Smith because he was on that <laughs> weekly show we did in 2013 where the Texans lost 14 in a row and by golly he brought such a great attitude every Tuesday he's gold. night he's at gold. the Houston Texans Grill we could talk about horses we could talk about Waffle House Waffle House he was a chef at Waffle House I mean these are the things when I he was live like for 15 yeah, yeah. I, I love interviewing players who just tell me lots of fun stories and he he always had an abundance of those. What is your go-to karaoke song? Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer, mm-hmm. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Yep. And then really any Madonna song. Okay. Any Madonna song. So I you, will be you more talked than about how you, you can make Vandermeer mad. That's a way. You bring yeah. up Madonna. We with, we with have Vandermeer. we cannot bring up Madonna because he and I, he He's thinks he doesn't appreciate the gift that is Madonna. And I grew up in an era where like every single girl looked up to Madonna's giant. music. She's a giant. Her music is still timeless. I can still play it today, and I, I can jam out to For it. For at least 15 to 20 years, she was an absolute yeah. giant. She's over the hill now. I don't like what she's doing now because I felt like she was always revamping her look, and now I think she's trying a little too hard. I wish she would just be herself like in her age and not try to look or act like she's so many years younger. But, you know, I guess when you're Madonna and you've accomplished everything you've accomplished, that's just how it goes. What's the worst job you ever had? The worst job I've ever had. Ooh, there's two, and I did them both at the same time, which was a really awful summer. I worked at Dairy Queen. Uh-huh. I worked at Dairy Queen when I was 15, which sounds great because you get all the free ice cream that you want, but I had to clean the bathrooms, uh, which was so gross. So I'm such a germaphobe, and so yeah. when you're 15, 16, I don't cleaning, think you have to be a germaphobe to hate cleaning a bathroom. But like, I don't know why why they made people that work behind the register clean the public restrooms. They were shorthanded a couple of times, and so I just made sure that you know I just got out of that after that. Um, then I also was a telemarketer at a very popular pop radio station in really? Indianapolis. So, how, I, old were you, how old were you? I was sixteen. Okay. And were those so your first jobs? These were my first two jobs. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to work. I wanted to get out of the Dairy Queen and work at the radio station. So I got a five p.m. to nine p.m. gig in the summer. Um, I think it was after my junior, between junior year and senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And. I sh- the first day I show up to the job, and I had to take, like, three modes of transportation to get downtown because I didn't I, – I, I had to take a bus, then I'd take the bus downtown, then I'd walk three blocks, then my dad would scoop me up on his way home from work and then drop me off. So it took forever to get – it took me, like, an hour to get 12 miles downtown. I get there. I walk in the door, and this guy who was my boss – I don't even remember his name, but he was just such a jerk. He said, oh, Will, we're not going to be needing you. We're overstaffed. And – I thought he meant that day, and he meant forever. Oh, man. So I begged him. I said, listen, just let me stay on for a week. If you hate me, you can fire me. And so the thing with telemarketing was it was there was a team of people, and if you were the low, you had you, you, know, you have to call and play like musical surveys for right. people. So if you get the least amount of surveys in whatever, a month or three-month period of time, you're fired. Right. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. It's really stressful. You pay, get paid not very much. It was a little bit above minimum wage. I think I was getting like five twenty-five an hour or something. So I did it, and it was it was hard. I mean, people hang up on you all the time. They yell at you. I have a lot of respect for telemarketers after doing that job. But mm. he did keep me on, so um, I, I got to keep my job for the summer. A life fulfilled. Success. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Victory. Got to, people thought it was so glamorous that I was working at a radio station. It was <laughs> absolutely not. I got hung up on like 40 times a night. Yeah. Yeah. You were you faced rejection and you soldiered on. 
That's right. Well, also, I, did, I didn't have a ride home mm-hmm. because there were no cell phones back then. And I thought, my dad is going to be so mad if he has to turn around and come get me because oh, yeah. he doesn't think he has to come back till 9. Oh. So I, I have to just stay here till You nine. made the most out of a bad situation. I did. Clearly. I did. I made some money. A little bit of money that summer, too. Who is your favorite office character? Oh, with a, a ha- I mean, so stereotypical. Kelly Kapoor, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> Because I am her and she is me and I love her. <laughs> just I just I've read her book. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> and you and I we we do office quotes. I always I always do the Kelly Kapoor co- quotes. Right, right, yeah. Because uh, she I I feel like she's a hell of I a character. Her. Yeah, she's a great character. Yeah, she was the first Indian character that didn't have like this typical thick Indian accent mm-hmm. working at a Seven Eleven, and you know the Diwali episode. Right. It's still one of my favorites because I I felt like. You know, she, uh, you could tell she had a hand in writing these episodes. Yeah, it's it's the, one of the best Very shows clever. of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, favorite TV show when you were a little kid? Ooh, I guess what were the pot? I loved. Well, I guess the Thursday night lineup was my favorite. Cosby, Cosby. Cheers. I didn't watch Cheers because I had to go to bed by then. But it was Cosby and Different World, Different World, and Family Ties. Oh yeah, Family Ties. I yeah. loved Alex Family P. Ties. Keaton. Uh-huh. I loved Facts of Life. That was on a different night. Yep, that was a good one. Uh, Facts of Life, and then the Friday, the Friday shows, the Full House, and the Family Matters. That was I was a little bit older, so I don't really remember those as much. Growing Pains. Yeah, Kirk yeah. Cameron. That was definitely it, and Wonder Years. That's a lot of shows that I. It's a lot of good shows, though. That's a lot of great shows. The Wonder Years was really, really good. Kevin Arnold, man, and Saved by the Bell was actually on. Was on back then Saturday mornings. That's right. Yeah, it was because it was on sort of on a weird time. They would always move it, but they were the like they were the same year as me. Whatever, they were like freshmen. Oh, they were okay. Yeah, so I loved. You identified. I did identify with Saved by the Bell. (laughs) (laughs) What's the uh, What's the animal that scares you the most when you're near it, or if you were to be near it? Um. I've never been near it, and I don't know if you count as an animal because it's more of a reptile, but snakes. Yeah, it's an animal. I'm, I mean, I'm afraid of birds, too, which is weird. Really? Yeah. I, I b- Birds terrify me, which I don't like. And my kids think this is the weirdest thing because if we're somewhere and there's, like, lots of birds, I, it freaks me out. Okay. I don't like birds, and I don't like snakes. No birds, no snakes? Right. What's the last thing you cooked? I like to make some chai every morning. I don't know if that counts as cooking. That's cool. Um, I made eggs and pancakes for the, my kids the other day for breakfast. So you cook pretty regularly? No, not at all. No? In fact, my, I heard my nine-year-old giving a tour of our house to his play date on Sunday, and he was showing this little boy our house. His name was Connor, and he said, Connor, and this is our pantry. And Connor said, why are there so many books in here? And he said, oh, these are all the cookbooks that my mom does not use. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, can't hide it from the kids. That's pretty good. I don't really cook a lot. You cook, though. I've heard you talking. You, you actually cook. I just wish I had, I'm in the off-season more so. You're doing better than Taiwan Jones because when he was doing this interview, and I've said this pretty much to everyone that I've interviewed and asked this question of since, I said the last time, or he, he said the last time he cooked was three years ago on Mother's Day. <laughs> like he had to yeah. cook. Everybody else had cooked in the last week when they were asked this question, so yeah. you're, you're in that group, too. No, I mean, every now and then I'll, I'll have a craving for some Indian food, mm-hmm. and then I will, and then I will just cook a lot. Yeah. But that doesn't really happen too much because we got a lot of great restaurants in Houston. Yes, we do. Well, DP, this has been a Drew's Dozen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. I'm glad somebody, I finally can say that I've been interviewed. We'll do a part two later in the offseason. That'd be awesome. All right. Love it.